Hey Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solo Mom's Talk, I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solo mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, Increase your income and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life, it's hard to keep your head above the water. So win this fight. My guest today is Angela Council. Thank you for coming and talking to me today, Angela. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So uh, we're going to talk about, um, oh, I'm sorry. I had a, just had a pizza and I, I it <laughs> fogged over my brain. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll be talking about that a little bit, I think. I'm not used to eating like that, but today, you know, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you for coming and talking to me today. Before we get into our subject for today, um, can you tell us who Angela is? Introduce yourself to us. Okay, so for most of your listeners, they will probably realize that I I have an accent. Well, I don't think I've got an accent. You guys have got an accent. So I'm from Australia, mm-hmm. from Sydney, Australia. So it is tomorrow already now. Um, yeah. I am a naturopath. So I've been a naturopath now for nearly 20 years. Um, also a kinesiologist and a personalised health coach. Um, I have worked in women's health uh, most of the time that I've been a naturopath, so I've worked um, helping women have babies, get their cycles back on track. And as I started to move through menopause, I kind of thought I knew that menopause was um, what it was all about. It's just about hot flushes. Um, I soon realised that it was more than that um, because I was living it and hot flushes was not my biggest issue and there was so much I didn't understand. I didn't understand what was happening and how that impacted 
emotionally and all of the, everything that goes with going through menopause because um, for anyone who's listening, um, menopause is not just hot flushes. Um, it is so much more, but the thing is it doesn't have to be a struggle. It is so much more because it's a, it's a real, it's an opportunity. I see it as a time and opportunity for us as women to start to put ourselves first because many of us, you know, we've raised families, we've been in relationships, we've done jobs, run businesses, whatever, and we've put other people first. And now as we come through this time of life, many women, their children are getting older, they're a little bit more independent, and they kind of go, well, what now? What What's now? Mm-hmm. And what now is now it's your time. It's your time to create what it is in your health and in your life going forward. So that's kind of what I do. Um, and I'm really passionate about teaching women uh, more about what's going on with their hormones because I believe that when women understand what's happening with their hormones, they don't have to be afraid and they can make decisions because they know why things are happening rather than thinking that everything is going wrong and that their body is failing them and all of that stuff. There, There is... When you understand what's happening, then you can make these, you can make different decisions. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. I came from corporate, did corporate for 20 odd years, and now I've been doing this for 20 odd years. So about half and half on corporate and being a naturopath. I'm halfway there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, that means you're an expert on the topic. Um, You don't only talk about it, you live it as well. Um, So I have an example for you. And I want you to explain what happened. So I had this friend and she was in her sixties and she, one day we were just talking about this kind of stuff. And she went, you know, there are days when I get so frustrated that I just throw, pick things up and just throw them all over the place. And I don't know why I just feel like doing it. And I remember doing that in my twenties during certain times of the month. Can you explain that? Because I'm thinking that's the hormones talking. Um, yes and no. So, okay. yes, um, hormones, let's actually just take a little bit of a step back. I will answer that question. So just to un- so women understand what's happening, as, um, as women kind of get to their late 30s, early 40s, their hormones start to shift. And this is because the egg supply is running out. So we're getting mm-hmm. less eggs and less quality. So what that means is um, progesterone, which is one of the hormones, will start to drop. And quite often, estrogen gets higher. And then over time, estrogen starts to come down too. So the hormones do start to come down. Now, this is a natural shift. This is supposed to happen okay. because we are no longer um, in our reproductive stage of life. If you remember right back to when you were in puberty, um, you, you kind of went through these emotional changes where you're throwing tantrums and things like that because what was happening was your hormones were, were they were shifting up at that stage. Now they're shifting back and the hormones are going back to where they were when you're in puberty because you no longer have any eggs left. Now that's all well and good, but the problem is in that time between when you went through puberty and when you went, we go through menopause is there's a whole pile of stuff that's happened in the middle and that's the baggage. That's the emotional baggage. That's the physical baggage. That's all the stress. That's everything that we've done to our bodies in that, you know, 40-odd years between starting our periods and ending our periods and all that comes together and starts to highlight as our hormones drop. Now, hormones are protective and as we lose that protection of the hormones, a lot of other stuff comes up. Now, the other thing um, and what affects our moods is that 
is our brain is changing as well. So when we are fully reproductive and our ovaries are producing hormones, the ovaries and the brain speak together. So there's a conversation going on all of the time and each month, um, yes, you'll have these conversations going back. And if your hormones are out of balance, that's when you're more likely to get moods. So many women have out of balance hormones um, when they're in their cycling years, when they're so the week or so before their period, um, their estrogen mm-hmm. levels are a little bit too high and that can make you a little bit emotional, whether it's teary, angry, whatever. And this is the connection between the brain and the ovaries. So that's that's out of balance because we're not sending the right messages backwards and forwards. But as we get into menopause, what happens is that the the messages between the brain and the ovaries now start to shut down because the ovaries are no longer producing the hormones, so we're no longer getting the messengers. So now what the brain has to do, you know, the brain's very clever, it has to find another way of getting the information. Now when our ovaries don't produce hormones, our adrenal glands now have the ability to produce the hormones. So what happens is the brain now switches its connection from the brain to the adrenal glands rather than from the brain to the ovaries. Now that takes a few years for that transition to happen. But the mm-hmm. reason why we have issues is for most women as they come into the stage of life is they're highly, highly stressed. So the adrenals produce our stress hormones as well. And when there's a balance between producing stress hormones or reproductive hormones, the body will always produce stress hormones first because that keeps us alive, which means our reproductive hormones will come down. We've only got limited resources. So now the messages between the adrenal glands and the brain are getting a little bit messed up because we don't have enough hormone coming from the adrenal glands. And added on top of that is you've got the stress as well. So once the stress goes up, they say when... When um, stress is high, intelligence is low um, because once we're under the influence of cortisol, then basically our brain is firing off in all different directions. So the reason why your friend um, and many women have these issues um, is because of this, firstly, the redirection of the communication from ovaries to adrenals and secondly, because we're highly, highly stressed. Um, And Mm -hmm. when we deal with the stress and the stress is not just the emotional stress, um, it's also the physical stress, the food that we're eating, the way they're moving their body, how we're ex- um, exposed to toxins in the world and all of that. So when we address the stress that we have control over, then our adrenal glands can do the job they're meant to do and it can start to produce the hormones and send the messages to the brain. So did that was a mm-hmm. long answer, but did it answer your question? <laughs> yes, it did. And, and thank you um, because, you know, I know we're all different. All our bodies are different. And the symptoms are going to be different. Um, but it just seems like maybe if we took better care of ourselves as women, that maybe the symptoms would probably be more uniform, but also wouldn't be as excessive. Am I well, putting yes. that correctly? So menopause is a transition. So it's a time of life, the same as when we came through puberty. It's a transition out of our reproductive age. It is mm-hmm. not normal to have symptoms. It is common okay. to have symptoms. Not it's normal. not normal. Okay, got it. Okay. And, so, and this is what we've got to stop doing. We've got to stop normalising symptoms. So, yes, when we start to address the body and very much mm-hmm. I'm a personalised health coach, so very much it's like the body is an individual and what each different body type requires 
when it comes to reducing stress is different. So, you know, the different foods, different bodies need different foods or need different exercise or need different amounts of sleep. So everyone's an individual. And when you can when you can manage that, then you start to see that the symptoms start to go away. Now, we symptoms might still come up. I occasionally still get hot flushes, but what that tells me is that I'm stressed. So then the first thing I do is, okay, so I've got a hot flush coming on. What is going on? Am I eating properly? Am I sleeping enough? Mm. Have I got too much chatter going on in my head? Because I know that as soon as that happens, that it means that my body is stressed. So now because I know that, I understand that, that a hot flush means this, what can I do to fix the problem? I don't need to find a pill to fix the hot flush. I need to fix the problem. What's causing the stress? So does it yeah. mean I need to go to bed earlier? Does it mean I need to look at my food? Pain is a big one. So I had lots and lots of pain. So pain's a, a very common symptom that women have where they have all over body pain and joint pain. Very, very common. Mm. It was one of my biggest symptoms. And even though my diet I would have considered was pretty healthy diet, healthier than most people's diet, I was still eating foods that were not right for my body. And when I, when I started to do personalised health and realised exactly the right foods for my body, the pain went because I the inflammation went. Now, sometimes mm. I still, you know, I go out and I do things. I've got a little bit of a weakness for Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Really like <laughs> New York fudge. I love it. Um, but I don't eat it very often. <laughs> but I do know that when I eat it, I'm more than likely to get pain afterwards. But I do that consciously. Mm -hmm. So I know that if I have this, that I'm going to get this. And I'll, I'll live with that because on occasion it's really nice to have some Ben and Jerry's New York Fudge Sunday uh, <laughs> or mint. I love their mint chocolate too. But, so, but I know that connection. And this is where I work with women is to teach them, really it's to teach them to listen to their body because your body always tells you. If you've got symptoms, your body's telling you something is out of balance. Symptoms mm -hmm, come from stress. Mm -hmm. They come from inflammation. They come from the food you eat, how you move your body. You know, as I said, environmental toxins, it's not the hormones causing the problem. The hormones are simply messengers. What information are we feeding? What information are we feeding our body that's causing the hormones to give incorrect messages? So the hormones are not the problem. Hello, solar moms. Do you want an easy and proven way to experience better mood and less anxiety? Even if you think you're too busy with work and family responsibilities. You owe it to yourself to take care of your mental health. Join my easy five-day gratitude journaling challenge. Studies show that writing down what you're grateful for increase positivity, improve your mood, and help you sleep better. Sleep better? Better sleep? Oh my goodness. But that's only the beginning. Give yourself the gift of better mental health. Learn how you can incorporate gratitude journaling into your life without added stress or overwhelm. Click the link below to sign up for this challenge now and get a free 100-page gratitude journal printable just for signing up. Join the challenge today because your mental health is too important to ignore. The problem mm. is how we're treating our body, how connected we are. And many women are not connected to their body because we've been taught over the years that to be ashamed of our, our periods and everything that our body goes through, you know, particularly women, you know, in, in this generation, our generation, 
you know, we were taught that, you know, periods were not something you talked about. No one spoke about it. There was a lot of shame around it. So women are very disconnected from their bodies. They, they, they don't hear the messengers. And so if you've got symptoms, it is about self-care. It's, it's your body yeah. speaking to you saying something is out of balance here. Somewhere you are yeah. not looking after yourself physically, emotionally or spiritually and because it's the only way the body can speak is through symptoms. And unfortunately, we ignore symptoms until they get really, really loud and then all we do is give it a pill to shut it up, but we haven't fixed the problem. Mm. Mm. You said a lot there. I, I mean, a lot. And by the way, my favourite is um, Cherry Garcia. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you're so right about... we Because whenever we have a problem... And men always tell us, you know, oh, it's our hormones, you know, mm -hmm. and we buy into that. So yeah. we don't, we don't take care of the symptoms or whatever is causing the symptoms because we're, we, we have this blanket, um, answer. It's our hormones. And then the doctors want to fix the hormones, which, which I'm assuming will only cause more problems because when your body can't signal your body properly, then we have problems, right? Correct, because doctors don't actually fix the hormones. Right. Because what, when, they give, when you take artificial hormones or whether or not that is for, you know, the oral contraceptive pill or HRT, all that's doing is putting hormones from outside the body inside the body. It's not fixing the imbalance. And, yes, right. there are safer hormones because there's bioidentical as opposed to synthetic. But what you're doing when you do that, and particularly over years and for many, many years, and then I was one of these women. I was on the oral contraceptive pill for so many years. What you do by doing that is you shut down your own hormone production because the body doesn't need to be producing hormones if you're putting it into your mouth every single day and then, you know, you're stopping it for seven days and you're having a period, which, by the way, is not a period. That's a withdrawal bleed because there's no ovulation going on there. Um, periods only come out of ovulation, not out of being on the pill, because that's another big um, misnomer, misbelief that doctors say, well, yeah, you'll still have your period. You're actually not. It's not a period. It's just a withdrawal mm. bleed. And originally when they created the oral contraceptive pill, there was no um, seven days of sugar pills. It's only because women said they didn't feel like a woman when they didn't bleed that they said, okay, if they want to bleed, just give them, we'll just give them sugar pills. That'll make them bleed. But that's not a period. But let's move on. Um, so mm. when when we're putting the hormones in, we're not allowing the body to balance itself because we're putting a regulated dose in. And particularly right. as we come through menopause, hormones are going up and down all the time. Estrogen does not just go down. It goes up and then it goes down and it can change from day to day. And if you then on top of that put a hormone replacement in, basically you're dampening down your own response and you're getting a regular um, hormones and yes it might bring the symptoms down but unless you're going to stay on those external hormones for the rest of your life when you take them away the problems mm -hmm. are going to come back and likely worse because your own hormones are now further out of balance and yeah. now some women will say okay well I stay on it for the rest of our uh, rest of my life now we uh, with the synthetic ones we know that there's these possible increased risk of um, certain diseases uh, we don't know enough about the bioidenticals. Yes, they're closer to our human ones, but we, they haven't been around long enough for us to say if there's any long-term 
side effects. And maybe there isn't, but we don't need that level of hormone anymore. We, you know, it's like that's my big thing is like why do we need to put more hormones in? If we're not producing eggs, we don't need to be taking these extra hormones. What we need to be doing is allowing our body to find its own balance, and we do that because by us doing it, we are in control. By taking right. a pill or a patch, you're putting control with something external. Yeah. And yeah. I'm all about what does my body need and I want to be in control of my body. I want to, you know, I know that when I eat certain things that this is good for my body so I'm going to get this result. When I eat other things it's not so good so I'm going to get this result. But that's power, that power is with me. That, yeah. that decision yeah. is with me. Yeah. So it would seem from what you're saying that we, what we really need is education as yes. women because you know if 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 we're blaming hormones then we we need to change that mindset first of all and if we're own body if our own body is the one that you know should be treating us right sending the right sig signal and it's not then that's where we need to find the answer right find the answer why it's not yes communicating yeah. And fix that and address that. Um, so I'm going to back up, way back up. How can you tell when you're in menopause? Okay, so there are so there's four stages to the transition. Of, you know, what okay. Is. So roughly, and they're, they're different for everyone, so roughly late 30s, early 40s, you go into what is known as very early um, perimenopause. So perimenopause just means before, so it's early. Um, and what does that feel like? So that's when you might start to notice that your cycle maybe, you know, if you've always had a regular cycle, now it might become a little, you know, a little less regular. You might go um, longer between bleeds. So instead of it being 28 days, 29 days, it might go out to 30, 40 days. So it gets a little bit irregular. Um, some okay. women, there's not a great deal of change at this stage. Some women might start to experience um, a little bit of foggy-headedness. And then as we come through... Um, we go into just perimenopause, so uh, that and that generally happens around about mid forties. But as I said, everybody's different as to when this happens, and this is when we start to notice we might um, start to get um, all of a sudden we it, basically PMS symptoms might become worse, so premenstrual symptoms. Um, our cycles can go longer. We can actually skip periods, so we can go like two months without a period, or there could be um, a very heavy, you can start bleeding heavier, could get sore breasts, um, hot flushes, weight might start to come and particularly sit around the waist. So now we've got these really significant, we're starting to really notice that things are changing and we're kind of going, okay, what's happening with my body? So this is, this is kind of, you know, where most women start to really notice the difference. In the early stages, they don't. And then we get into um, the menopause transition. So the menopause transition in itself is, um, and this is an arbitrary um, time, it's like when the periods have stopped and for 12 months there is no period. So um, 12 months is an arbitrary time, um, but that's what they say. Uh, if you haven't had a period for 12 months, then you're now um, through that transition. And the thing is we don't know when our last period is, until after our last period. So that's why we have to wait because you can go three months and then all of a sudden you start to bleed again. So you're still in this, it's kind of like a waiting room. It's like how long and you can go, keep going, you get to eight months, nine months, and then you bleed again. It's like, so these are the hormones are just kind of going, you know, they're just trying. 
the brain mm-hmm. and the ovaries are, just keep trying to talk to each other. So that 12-month time when there is no period is basically that um, final kind of waiting room. And then once we get through that 12 months now, we are now what is known as postmenopausal and you're postmenopausal for the rest of your life. So menopause in itself is almost like a line in the sand. It's like before that 12-month time, you're in perimenopause and then after you're postmenopause. So, but it's all a transition. So I, I talk to it as a transition. On average, uh, women tend to go through, you know, kind of like that 12-month period around about 52, 53. But for some women it could be earlier, some women it could be later. But it's, it's kind of around that early 50s mark and then after that. And quite often um, symptoms will actually settle down once you get into postmenopause, as your hormones settle at the new level and your body gets used to it being at this new lower level, so long as you've been looking after yourself, symptoms will just start to go away anyway. But my aim is to educate women as early as possible so that they understand this, so that they don't have to have this rocky roller coaster for that mm-hmm. 10 to 13 years in that perimenopause stage so that they can actually make changes at the beginning, which is all about looking after themselves so that that, that becomes a smoother ride into that you know final transition and then into postmenopause. You know, yes, we're probably still going to have symptoms, but they will be they won't be disrupting life. I mean, it's never nothing it's never ever a completely smooth ride. I think there's always going to be because you know hormones are shifting and our body yes. has to get used to that. But you know, having an occasional hot flush is not really going to you know turn your world upside down, particularly when you understand what's going on because you go, okay, so what have I been doing? Where have I not been looking after myself now that I'm experiencing hot flushes? And now you're in control. So what can I do differently so that those flushes can go? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's more about, you know, making sure we know what's going on with our body, not what other people tell us. Yes. And that we learn to listen to our body and normalize the the positive aspect yes. of this period of our lives instead of normalizing, oh, my bones creak I'm, <laughs> <you know? laughs> and I forget everything. It's normal because that's, I'm that's why 50, have, 60, whatever, right? You have, notes, you have notes in your phone. If you, if you forget everything, just write in notes or sticky notes. Yeah. I have sticky notes everywhere. It's like, yeah, and <laughs> that's not necessarily a menopause thing. That's also a little bit, it's a little bit of an aging thing. It's also a part of living a really, really busy life that many of us are just doing so much. Yes, there are changes happening to the brain. It's rewiring. But we've, you know, we've we've got got to stop blaming everything on our hormones and say, okay, so what what could I do differently that will help me remember? And if that means I'm going to make some notes, there's nothing wrong with making notes. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. You're just making notes. You know, I I, I don't know why people kind of get hung up about that. It's like, it's okay. I have, mm-hmm. you can't see me, but I have sticky notes all around my screen, the things <laughs> I need to remember. And as I remember them and I've done them, I move them. It's like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you, right. Give your body some help sometimes because sometimes it is just we live busy lives and we are ageing because that's another thing that, you know, there's, there's this also this bit of a stigma about ageing women. It's like as women get older, we lose value because the value comes, you know, when you're young and beautiful or you're having Mm -hmm. children. And it's like society tells us that, you know, women have to look younger 
put this stuff on your skin so you look younger. It's like, why do I want to look when, like when I was 20? Why do I want to look yeah. like a 20-year-old? It's like, no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 60. I want to look like a 60-year-old because I am who I am. And when we start to accept yeah. that because ageing comes along as well because a lot of people, you know, kind of put menopause and ageing together and there's two big fears there. One of what's going on with your hormones and two, well, now I'm going to be too old, I don't have any value. So we kind yeah. of need to change our mindset, change our thinking around that. Unfortunately, it's going to be very hard to change society, but we can start changing society by changing that ourselves. And it is happening a little bit because we see some, you know, some celebrities, you know, women standing up going, oh, okay, no, this is a great time of life, but we need to see it more at a um, at a ground level, at a, at a you know, Grassroots, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Um, and and you know, I think the more we talk about it, and um, the more you know, people are more aware that hey, this this isn't you per se. It's just that there are things we got to do to you know make mm. sure you're your best you. And right. I had this conversation with someone the other day about the age thing. And I'm like, you know, if you read, if you read scriptures, Proverbs 31, talk about the virtuous wife. And, and if you read about that woman, you know, who that the Proverbs talk about, that woman is not some giddy headed 20 something year old. <laughs> this is a, this is a woman who is strong in all aspects, yeah. aspects of her lives, her life and taking care of everyone, you know. But but she also took care of herself. Yes, you and, know? That, and so, that's what we get with our age is wisdom. And yeah, wisdom. Valuing the wisdom that we have, and you know, women have always older women have always been the wise women, and they're the ones that you know that hold the wisdom of the of the tribe and who help you know young mothers and young children. That's that's our role now. Mm -hmm. And we, it doesn't mean that we're old and haggard. We're still living a very, very, um, you know, productive life, but we have a wisdom. And yes. a, the first wisdom is our inner wisdom. And when we start to listen yes. to that inner wisdom and listen to ourselves, then we can share that wisdom with others. And that's what I do. It's like I share this wisdom with others. I know I've got this wisdom. I've got this wisdom because I've already been there. So I've, I've gone through this process. So I've learned, now I share it with others. So yes. and so I'm hoping then that those women will share it with others as well because the more That's we talk about, about it, we become the wise women that sh share for the women who are coming behind us so that yes. this doesn't become a, a, a secret that, I mean, half the population in the entire world goes through menopause. I don't know why this is a big secret. Every single more female than half. <laughs> more than That's half. Right. It's more than half. It's like, yeah. Why are we why is this not a big thing? Why is this like mm -hmm. I mean every woman goes through it. It's, it's like not every woman goes through childbirth, but every woman who's ever had a period goes through menopause. And it's yes. like why is it such a taboo topic? Why are we not, you know, why do women have to go to work and it's joking because they've got hot flushes and things like that. Mm. Why isn't why isn't they not supported? It's like I just don't get yeah. this because well I do I do understand it. It's a little bit it's the patriarchy that does this to us. It's like but we as women need to claim it and claim it and go hey yes 
I'm going through menopause and be proud of that rather than yeah. being embarrassed and not talking about it because I think that that's where we change by having this conversation. Yes. And I know when I yes. first started doing this a few years ago, I I myself, I kind of would go, oh, depending if I was mixed company, oh, yeah, I just work with women in women's health. But now it's like, no, I work with women and support women going through menopause because guaranteed yeah. all of those men that are in the room when I used to go to business functions, they're probably married to a menopausal woman. They probably mm-hmm. need, they want to know. They, they need to learn too, That's yes. Right. They want to yes. know so they can support their wives. So it's yeah. like we need to talk about this because if we don't talk about it, it becomes buried deeper and deeper and deeper and women have more and more issues. We mm-hmm. need to talk about it. We need to open the conversation. Women need to learn about their hormones, and ideally I'd love them to learn their hormones when they are 12, not when they were 52. But if 52 yeah. girls, they're going to learn about it, well, great, I'm going to teach them at 52. Yes, yes. How can we get in touch with you? Like tell us where you are. Okay, so I have a website, which is www.angelacouncil, so C-O-U-N-S-E-L.com. Um, that's over there. If you go, I want to pop over there. I have a free ebook download over there called The Secret to Getting Rid of Your Meno Belly because that's one of the biggest problems that women come to me with is saying, I've got this meno belly, I want to get rid of it. Um, so there's a free download there. And then I also run a free, a um, couple of times a year, I run a free workshop called The Secret to Thriving in Menopause. But once you get the ebook, you'll find out about that. And I have a a Facebook group called Menopause Conversations and you can um, come in and apply to join there. When you come in, one of the questions, I do ask you for an email address and if you're giving me your email address, I'll send you a free ebook, um, which is a hormone balancing, hormone balancing rec- recipes um, ebook. Okay. So, so, and I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, all under the name of Angela Council. So you can pretty much just Google Angela Council and I am there. <laughs> okay all right and i'll put those some links on the show notes so people can get there as well thank you thank you angela for coming and talking to us today now what is angela grateful for today what am i grateful for well i'm grateful that i'm talking to you right now um i'm grateful that um the sun is like shining fine. because where i live here in australia we've had a lot of rain a lot of flooding and today it's early, well, it's 11 o'clock in the morning now, but the sun is out. There is no rain, so I'm very grateful to see the sun to dry a few things yes. out. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm glad for that. I saw a little bit about that on Instagram. So, um, yes, I'm it's glad a fair it's bit of flooding. Yeah, it's all starting yeah. to dry out a little bit now, but now we've got the cleanup. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and before I let you go, give me one piece of advice for a solo mom who. Like anything. I think it probably is look after yourself. It's okay to put yourself first. I don't know as a solo mum that, you know, you because you're kind of looking after everybody else, you're looking after your kids and you, you know, often don't have anyone to share that with, but it is important. And even if it's just half an hour that you take some time for you, you don't lose yourself. And as you get older and you're coming through this stage of life, you know, that's the time for you to rediscover yourself. But don't lose yourself because yes. the kids up and leave and if you don't know who you are, you're left with you and it's someone that you don't even know. So don't lo- don't forget who you are. Don't lose yourself. Yes. Thank you very much, Angela Council, for coming and talking to us today. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. 
Solomon's Talk was designed to curate the stories of solo moms globally. As a facilitator of this platform, I aim to create a peaceful environment where you can share your heart, feel loved, and get the advice you need. So if this sounds like you, why not RSVP for our next virtual meetup? The link is below. It's where you can retreat from the chaos of your life so you can recharge, connect with other moms, and get answers to your burning questions. Remember, you're not alone and you don't have to parent in silence. Hello, solo moms. As a solo mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life. To see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one nine one seven nine nine four one three two nine or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.